0: Hello. 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 So it's been uh, a little over a week because we recorded early and uh, we did this or no, we didn't do escape room. We did escape the room. Yes. And I was telling Damien, what do you want? Open up. I was telling Damien, I didn't realize they were different companies until we were sitting across the street at the bar and I was looking at the sign. I'm like, oh, it's not a second location. It's a company with a curiously close name to the other company.
1: Well, which is the which is the first? I guess really
0: escape matter. room is is okay. the first, and they've had other cities and whatnot, so it's kind of a franchise. Escape the room PA, which is this other one, I, I don't know if it's franchised. It is, franchised. is it yeah, okay? Because
1: if you go to escape the room PA, escapetheroompgh dot com, they have uh, no, that, no. This is not. That's escape room. This is escape room. That's the one ingredient. So 2. if we go to escape the room PA. Or pittsburgh.escapetheroom.com. Uh, there's other locations. And,
0: okay. Yeah, they're all over. All right, so competing franchise, but yes. uh, curiously close name. Maybe they had it first, but I don't know. Very similar gameplay. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize it wasn't. Like, it's not like the gameplay felt different, you know? So I didn't realize it wasn't the same company. I was talking to the girl beforehand, like, oh, I was at the one in Greenfield. And she's like, that's. She never said that's not us. Mm-hmm. She just uh, smiled and nodded, right? Mm-hmm
1: well it's the same yeah. same idea yeah. uh yeah, we, we didn't win uh but i want to go back again cuz i want to try another one and i think i we can get a better attack plan now cuz i wasn't you know i, I
0: the um the pressure cuz you know how short time is yeah like best laid plans fell apart right mm-hmm. everyone's trying to talk and command yeah, yeah. attention and um like, when we were doing the puzzle, right? And I was trying to, like... Which puzzle? The the paper, the blue paper puzzle. Yes. Right? right yeah. And it turned out that, you know, the, you were very adamant in trying a certain thing. And at that point, I was nearly certain you were wrong. And But you wanted to prove it out. And I'm like, how, I didn't want to yell at you. But, yeah. but, like, in my mind, I'm like, how can I most quickly prove to Greg that this is a faulty line of reasoning, you know. Like, well, the, at, at a is... certain
1: point, you said, "Let me do it," and I just said, "Okay," because I figured there wasn't any point in fighting, uh, you know. But my, there was there was some was
0: struggle wrong. before that, and I don't remember exactly how it was resolved. But it was like, okay, I can keep telling Greg that he's wrong, but that's not working. It didn't right. work, so I need to figure out some other way.
1: <laughs> uh, that particular puzzle, um, I think that. In, in retrospect, the best thing we, we could have done was... Because there, there were a whole bunch of different lines pointing to different areas. Mm-hmm. The retrospect was just write down the numbers that were pointing to areas and just have a list. And yeah. And just try those but, combinations.
0: If, if anything, I think that puzzle was the most Im- ambiguous part of yeah. it. Because even though you might set up the... the Spoilers. If you're ever going to do the dig dig. at Escape the Room, you don't want to listen now because it'll ruin it for you. But if you're... um, They had binoculars, and there was a map where you kind of set the bearing on the binocular very roughly. You didn't even need to use the binocular. You can just look that way. But there was numbers written on the wall in Sharpie, Uh not part of the actual set, which was kind of like lame. But they were too close together, right? So like you, it wasn't imbi- it was it was ambiguous on where it was actually pointing to, right. and um, so that was I thought that was a little frustrating. It was also frustrating that she let us get locked in the back room for yes. so long.
1: Yes, we were locked in the back room for mm, at least at least five minutes, probably a little bit longer. Um.
0: So, so I, I told did I tell you or did I tell Damien probably the reason that we got locked in the back room? We were solving that spinny puzzle, right? Uh-huh. And when it got down, got the first three solved, so the middle one's the only one left. So I just spun it, right? Right, right. And the door popped open, but I had spun it past (laughs) the combination, so the magnet was armed again. Mm -hmm. So when the door went shut... (laughs) It wasn't, yeah. So it was partially my fault for not solving the puzzle and leaving it on the correct um, glyph. And it was partially Damien's fault for closing the door, so... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, fault is, yeah. is...
0: And then I'm like, this is what the button's for. We're not supposed to be locked back here. And everyone's like, no, don't push the
1: button! Because the button's supposed to be like an abandoned ship thing,
0: not... Uh, well, just for one person, if they had to pee or if they were
1: getting claustrophobic. It I, wouldn't have I, disqualified the whole team. I suppose. But we we were all like, no, 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 that, we must be stuck in here for a reason. So, yeah. I'm like, we're not. Especially <laughs> she had to come in and rescue us. Yeah. um, I, I, I will say... Yeah, I mean, I I didn't necessarily expect to 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 win. I I sort of expected to lose. I, mm-hmm. I thought we 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 got relatively far, but we weren't we weren't quite there.
0: There was a couple places where we were like yeah. solving, 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 but then like the grid went over the slide puzzle. Yeah. It was unfortunate. The grid also fit exactly over the spinny puzzle, even yeah. though it was circular. Versus it was like a quarter inch tolerance. Like it fit mm-hmm. about perfectly. So, and that was a that was a mistake that I kind of. Perpetuated for too long Was that It fits on that thing it, Yeah
1: So I, I would say The next time we we do it Because I do want to do it again I want, yeah, I keep wanting, I want to keep trying this Because I think That we can do this um, Is Like every 15 minutes Or even like 10 minutes Huddle together Figure out where we are What puzzles we see mm-hmm. You know get a, get a new plan of attack You
0: almost Know what we should have Done And now that you've done it once You almost need A leader You need a general Commander Right and it probably it should be someone who's done it before, but now that you've done it before, you know it, it was your birthday you you know you could have you know every you know you were the final arbiter or something like that where you know there was just too many people mm-hmm. and I'm sure that's that's the thing that gets a lot of teams is you get a lot of people who are going their own directions, they're not collaborating and
1: no. Well, I, I, I mean, I think it helped that there were several teams solving different puzzles. There were some guys on, on one thing, there were some guys on another thing, and we are all mm-hmm. just trying different things. I, I like that. The, I mean, for those who don't know, the escape room is kind of like, if you remember the game, Myst.
0: I remember the game. I... Don't remember the yeah, game. A point-and-click adventure game, essentially. Okay. There's lots of little puzzles yeah. to
1: solve, and and you solve a bunch of different puzzles, and then it gets to different areas. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's a puzzle game, uh, but but you're you're in it as opposed to right. being a. You know,
0: being the a uh, the coolest part is, and this happened in, the one I did in Greenfield too, is when a door opens and there's a whole another big area. Like, yeah. like you think you're in this one small room, mm-hmm. and it turns out like there's much more. Yeah. And I was. Telling Damien, I don't think I told you, but oh, I want to do like a weekend-long warehouse version of this thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. That'd be really fun. I definitely want to do it again. So I, I mean,
0: want to be locked in a giant warehouse where it takes a like it takes twenty hours to get out of the. thing.
1: <laughs> I don't know anybody who who went who doesn't want to do it again. So we mm-hmm. just got to figure out a time uh, you get a group of people who who are willing to to go mm-hmm. and do it. So, um. So that that happened. What else happened? Well, uh, I, I I watched Stranger Things. Yes, I watched all eight hours of Stranger Things, and I put my opinion <laughs> on uh, on on the tweets on the tweets. And uh, Jeff responded as if he had something <laughs> to lose. <laughs> no, it was, was
0: tongue in cheek. The uh, response, but I was, I was disappointed that you didn't like it after how much Nick and I talked it
1: up. Yeah, but. Uh, six out of ten was my was my score. Um, for those who were curious as to why why didn't you give it a higher score, Greg? Because hey, this was character based, right? Yes, it was. That's true. Uh, the characters were were, were decently drawn. Um, I, I'd say they were they were decently two dimensional, and a couple were uh, were close to three dimensional. Close. Okay. Um, getting f- fully three-dimensional characters is, is, is something that not a lot of TV shows do. So uh, that shouldn't be too bad. At least they weren't necessarily corporate cutouts. Most of them weren't. Um, but there were only really three compelling characters. Uh, three compelling characters are uh, the chief of police, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the girl... The girl, oh, okay. Right. Eleven. Yeah, and and the three boys were essentially one kind of compelling character all on their own. Uh, they sort of formed a mm-hmm. a, a triad of, of, of compellingness, and everybody else was not so. I mean, it, it felt like distractions. Uh, moreover, none of their stories mattered. The the teen drama aspect. Turned out not to matter at all. Uh, the parents, the mother, that thing mm-hmm. that turned out not to matter, basically at all. The only part that that was you know that I, that was compelling to me at least was you know the the adventures of the boys and at eleven, and uh, some of what the cop did. So it reminded me of the movie Explorers a bit, and a lot of ET, of course, mm-hmm. uh, but. And, and then there was the whole kind of Nightmare on Elm Street aspect with the with the separate world. And then expanding it to eight hours, this could have been a movie. You could have cut out the teen stuff. You could have cut out almost all the parent stuff, have five, six minutes of that. You could have put the, you know, scrunched it okay. yeah. together, and you could have made it a two, two and a half hour thing, and it would have, you would have gotten every single element of the story in there, not missed a thing, and not have to spend eight fucking hours watching this thing okay uh in addition there there are issues i have with their whole alternate world b- because they spent too long setting things up and then things didn't seem to follow through okay so that's it that's, that's as far as i can get without spoiling okay
0: yeah i mean am not gonna try to convince you where you're wrong right i mean it, it was a fun watch. I I, agree. I would like to hear if you if no, no, I don't I don't think I can convince you that you're wrong. It, it, it was a fun watch. I I like I like your idea of convincing it into a movie. Um So I didn't sit down and watch it in one long slog, you know, because I wanted not want to watch it. Mm-hmm. So I just watched it a couple of nights in a row. So the the cliffhangers at the episodes, you know, kept me for the whole day getting drawing me back in. Mm. So I think maybe that made it, you know, a little more appealing when you're a little time limited on watching it versus, you know, like, oh I got four more episodes to watch of this thing, right? Maybe. You yeah. know, and not having any kind of like stop time to stop and ponder it. But I think that was part of what I liked about it because I you know, I watched it on five different days. Well I was house sitting all day yeah. yesterday, so there's nothing yeah. else to do. Yeah, I watched but I watched it on five different days. Yeah. So I had some time to digest and to mm-hmm. wonder what's happening and I could I could appreciate if you are sitting down for eight and a half hours and just watching the whole damn thing where, especially if you're, you know, not really hooked and you're seeing these wasted scenes where it could be like, okay, what, how much of this next episode is going to be a
1: waste of time? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, like, if if the teen element would have come back and played a role in the storytelling. So when they
0: did the whole, when they trapped it in the house. Right, it's been a few weeks since I've seen it, but that, that didn't play into the actual. Well, they,
1: they seemed to have heard it, and then it was fine.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, it didn't do anything to it. Because it, it, it then went, and and like and, and then in the next yeah, episode, I, it got guess... shot by a bunch of machine guns and shit. Yeah. And then, yeah so it was like.
0: Yeah, okay, that okay. was
1: completely pointless.
0: So I didn't watch those close enough together to, yeah. to make that connection, right? Yeah, they heard it with fire and a, and, a mace. You know, a baseball bat with spikes, yeah, right? And um, then, yeah, there's Uzis. <laughs> Doesn't hurt it. And then it was, you know, it was, it was dispatched supernaturally at the end. Yes. So none of the physical stuff that the teens did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess you're right. Yeah. There was too much time for me to appreciate the mm-hmm. the, the kind of mess mess there that they had
1: uh, with, with the with the upside down the alternate dimension. I thought it was a neat idea, and then there are things that kept being kind of incongruous about it. Like, you didn't really get how that would work. Like, okay, the... Why were there... When they were walking around in the end, there were cars that were covered in this stuff. And I was thinking, wait a minute. That doesn't really follow, because stuff... It it, it appears that stuff is there, like there's an echo of it. Mm -hmm. But it takes time for this goo to, to cover up stuff and if the cars move in our dimension then that stuff wouldn't would uh. be covered on top of it, right? Uh, well, the, the
0: the fluff, the the snow, right, was always falling. The
1: snow mm-hmm. was always falling but, but but I'm talking about like, the, it looked like it was overgrown with like tendrils and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just kind of saw it as kind of like, almost like what they described the shadow plane from the D&D yeah. thing right, where it's kind of this bizarro world version of it where, in this case, you know, normally doesn't have humans, right? But it has human products. But if there
1: were cars there, then wouldn't we have seen, like, cars moving along in that other dimension?
0: Yeah, I mean, since there's no humans in that dimension other than ones who came from the portal, Mm -hmm. trying to reconcile why their buildings and cars are there. And buildings, okay long live things. You don't think about the moment that a building is constructed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most cars don't sit stationary for months or right. years at a time. So how does that play out? Right.
1: And how do the cars get there? You know... The, the, the Why one... hasn't
0: a car hit the Demogorgon <laughs> yeah. and killed it like years ago?
1: The, the one, you know, I try to justify so my mind, but maybe it was created at some point, like a flash of, of time created this sort of Structure of the. But then I realized, well, that doesn't make sense because one of the whole things was she was, was the mother was communicating with the son and because she was able to draw on the wall. Right. Okay. But
0: what if, what if the, what if the upside down didn't exist until the the, the facility, you know, did their high energy thing and created it or something like that? Okay. But
1: again, why would, why would drawing on the wall after the fact, be, be well, passed into that that realm.
0: Well, once they open the portal, and there's some kind of connect. Uh,
1: but then why are the car why aren't their cars yeah, there? Yeah, so you see, it, yeah. it, it it falls apart when you, whenever mm-hmm. you try to to figure that part out.
0: I, I liked how, and
1: if they would have left it more ambiguous, this would and or and if they would have been eight hours spent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I mean, one of the things I liked is how the research the Dawkins Dawkins lab. Was doing Hawkins. Hawkins, Hawkins of, Lab was yeah. doing it was like stuff to see. I really tried to do in the eighties, mm-hmm. you know, remote viewing yeah. and telekinesis and things like that.
1: Yeah, I, I did. I did like how it, it turned out that they weren't trying to open this portal. That was a sort of a consequence of some of, thing of remote did. viewing. Yeah. yeah, uh but then you know, it also came, came became really weird because what the hell is that monster doing? If that monster is Consuming people from from our world, right? Uh, what is that monster subsisting on when before the portal was opened? Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe he didn't exist, right? Maybe maybe it's a universe that you know was instantiated when the portal was opened or something like that. Um, the the more it's you know it's a it's a cautionary tale type thing, right? Yes, yeah. you're, you're doing these fringe things mm. and you know, what are the side effects, right? The side effects are you're going to blow up someone's brain with LSD. No, 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 you're going to make a monster that comes through a portal and kills people. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a fun twist on it, right? So
1: Sure, yeah. No, it, it is, like I said, it's a fun twist, but there was enough time spent that I started to consider it, and all the things didn't really sure. come together very well. What,
0: what do you... So, so, I guess, you're what, what do you think season two is going to be like? I don't know. <laughs> Probably know? not as good. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't, think it was, I didn't I mean, like was... that they left it open for season two, you know? I mean, in my opinion, those kids have had their adventure mm-hmm. of a lifetime.
1: Yeah. I mean, as an anthology, it might be a cool idea, but mm-hmm. to bring right. it back into these kids. Right.
0: I mean, those kids have had an adventure of a lifetime. He doesn't yeah. need to be spitting up slugs. Right. And yeah. the the chief doesn't have to be leaving, you know, donuts for... 11. Yeah, they didn't
1: have to go explore more of the upside down, right? They could do other yeah. other stuff instead, but it sounds like now they're going to double down, double yeah. upside down.
0: Yeah. So I'm not too excited for, I told Nick, right, I'm not too excited for season two, mm. but I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they'll come up with a neat angle. But now I'm going to be thinking, oh, it's too long because you said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was that. Um I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the wave function, about uh, about the next part of our quantum exploration. But I realized uh, so the next the next part is Schrodinger and thinking and and coming up with the equation for the wave function. But the problem is that understanding that is hard because the wave function is essentially the um the F equals MA of quantum physics it is the the basis on which all of quantum physics is sort of based on it's the 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 oh, the, uh, the fundamental principles um, but I realized that getting into discussing that is hard uh, so I wanted to get into something that's a little bit easier to start with. Go back to classical mechanics. Okay. Uh, in fact, I wanted to talk about. So, I brought myself. I bought some new slinkies because my old one was getting kind of janky. <laughs> and they were pretty cheap to get a, a box of three, so I figured I could bring one.
0: Box of three,
1: okay. So, here's a brand new slinky that your kids can have. Go uh, downstairs.
0: And
1: but this is what I want to talk about because, <clears throat> in order to understand the wave function, of course, you have to understand waves. Now Jeff is pulling it apart, and he's making a little wave form move through it. But that's not even what I want to go in because I think the wave is um, is pretty complicated itself. Mm -hmm. What I want to talk about rather is this.
0: Sure, the whole drop. Oh, that way it bounces. Okay.
1: Mm -hmm. So this is a is a very good model of a harmonic oscillator, and that is really the key to sort of understanding.
0: So Greg held the slinky up and let the bottom. Bounce, and right. it's it's the bouncing, it's the oscillating from low to high.
1: Mm-hmm. And really, if so, if I let this go, if I sort of stabilize it, you can see it gets to a sort of equilibrium, like right about here. Mm-hmm. And if I were to give a little bump, you see it oscillates around that equilibrium.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So that's important to, to notice. And if you also so I'm, I'm keeping it here to equilibrium, I have a, a force that's keeping it held. My, my arm is keeping it held, and there's gravity that's pulling down on it. So there are two forces, and when they're at equilibrium, they're in opposition, and there's no direct force mm-hmm. on it. So we know that uh, F equals MA. We know that is Newton's law. But also there's something interesting happening here. So this is at equilibrium, right? And if we consider this just in one dimension, we just consider it d- this just the, mm-hmm. the vertical dimension here. If I pull down, uh, then I can feel the force trying to pull it back up. Uh, what we would call a a restoring force, because it's trying to get it back to equilibrium. In fact, the further I pull, the larger the force is. Right? So that means that there is a force, a restoring force, so it's negative, because it's trying to return it. And that is um, defined by this constant K, which has to do with the springiness essentially the material it's made out how, how it right uh
0: and how, how tightly the material right, pulls right. itself together
1: and x it's it's offset its position mm-hmm. this is called Hooke's law okay this is just mm-hmm. basically a, um a way to understand so
0: uh you know for example a pencil is going to have a very high f- uh negative force and a slinky is going to have a really low negative force because mm-hmm. it's so stretchy
1: Right, and and in fact, if I if I had a plastic, or one, I guess the
0: K, the K, right, the K, the X, right,
1: yeah. uh, the X is the same. Yeah. The X will whatever it is that is, and, yeah. and this K is, is some constant. But that K will change for a spring. If I had a plastic mm-hmm. one, then right. it'd be so I could pull it down to the same position, but it would be a different spring.
0: Right. And if you're pulling something solid like a pencil, right. it's not going mm-hmm. to stretch.
1: So this so. is called Hook's law, and it's it's important to understand how uh, how these work. But you can see that another interesting aspect here is that uh, so here's an equilibrium, right? So that here I let it go to basically equilibrium. Mm-hmm. I pull it down, and you can see how it oscillates around that. Mm-hmm. And if I then allow more of the slinky down, so it's more mass here, obviously, I use it's going to have a higher frequency. Sure. It's going to oscillate stronger, or it's going to oscillate more. And it turns out that there is, uh, omega is, is frequency, omega squared is k over m. You can solve that, you can verify that easily enough if you want to, but that's just important mm-hmm. to understand. Basically, the more mass there is, the more, the higher the frequency is going to be per displacement. Okay. So, what uh, let me see can get my notes up here. What's really interesting here is to look at um to look at how energy works in this equation. In, in, in this system. So, if you take a look at how this bounces up and down. Imagine uh, I put a pencil on this. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it would basically draw a kinda of, a line just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Okay. So this is your position, let's say. And if I were to then extend this through time in a time dimension, right. Then clearly it will be it would actually kinda it would start at zero and it would go down and up and down and up. Right sandy soil. Mm-hmm. So, that is interesting. I, I think it, it's interesting to note that the movement of some, some sort of harmonic oscillator like this is basically, if you move it along in time, it's sinusoidal. And it's backwards and forwards. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Around some sort of... Mm-hmm. Um, around some sort of origin. So, if we take a look at the... Uh, At the position with respect to time. Okay. A function, as it were, of this as moving through time. Then clearly there's a sign here, because that's sinusoidal. Mm -hmm. There's some angle of the sign, which is the frequency times time. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Enough, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Uh, But something of T and well, there's something missing here, well, there's an amplitude, right? How much that is moving up and right. down. There's an amplitude. And that amplitude, if we consider this to be a perfect system, an ideal system where there's no dampening from air or or, or, or the physical stuff, mm-hmm. that amplitude is a constant, right? So we have the, the function of T is some amplitude times sine, of, uh, that, of that angle Wt, omega t. OK. Fair enough? Sure. So if, if we then try to uh, take the derivative of this, because we want to sort of pull out what we can. Uh, let's just take the derivative with respect to time of this. And so amplitude is here. Uh, it's the W comes out because it's re, we're doing this with respect to time, but there's still a, there's still a sine of the angle, so the W then comes out here, but this turns into a cosine of WT because it's still of that angle. So even though W came out with respect to time, that this angle still turns into a cosine of that angle. So the cosine is still WT. If you remember your derivatives, then it should be simple enough. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh so let's uh, let's try to let's try to do something with this. Let's try to put this into an idea of kinetic and, and uh, potential energy. Right? So energy is equal to uh t plus u. T being poten- uh, kinetic and u being potential. Uh we can just call this KE and KP if you like. The kinetic energy uh is one half m v squared that's kinetic energy do you remember that uh from physics no all right let me stop here because it okay. seems like you're you're getting a little bit lost
0: i'm um, you got tons of equations that I'm waiting for you to tie it back into something that I can work with
1: okay well I'll continue going and we'll see if this if this makes any sense to you so i looking at my notes here to see if I have this uh right. So um let's plug this in here, the shit. And look at my notes again. Trying to trying to go through this without uh without doing a lot a lot of preparation.
0: All right. I mean I was with you and then, you know, you're like three equations in. Uh-huh. And I'm waiting for it to get tied back into whatever wave position something or another is without and uh now you're talking about kinetic and potential energy, so I'm not sure where you're going and Yeah. I don't see the beautiful equations, you know, as what they mean. I just see your uh stuff there, so
1: Yeah, I'm not really doing a good job of, of this. Anyway, so let me let let me pause here. Let's let's go back to again okay. just with the with the stuff here let's do the, we'll just, we'll, we'll focus on the stuff that I was talking about with the harmonic oscillator, and we'll do the other stuff another time. All right. Because I was trying to show that, uh, essentially what I was going to ultimately show is that the energy is conserved in harmonic oscillator. Just like the energy is conserved when we're talking about momentum, the momentum is conserved no matter where it is. The energy is conserved in harmonic oscillator. No matter where it is, the energy is going to equal zero. I was going to prove that, but there's no point in me going to that if I don't have it right uh, in, okay. in my notes. But anyway, so just, the, the stuff to, to keep in mind is the Hooke's Law. So the negative restoring force is, the, is some constant K times the displacement of position, which is X.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: And uh, the frequency uh, squared is K over M. Okay. Yes. That's enough for now, I suppose. Let's All not, right. Let's not go too crazy if, I, if my notes aren't up to the task. All right. But yeah, so this is this is really when you understand this fundamentally, you'll be able to understand this. I think you'll be able to to grasp it, and then you'll be able to to understand this sort of motion, sort of spinning around, and you'll be understand essentially how oscillation leads to all this stuff, and oscillation is the key to understanding uh, probability and quantum mechanics. I see. Oscillations, stuff moving around. All right. Sorry, I thought I, okay. I thought I could uh, do better, but uh, it's okay.
0: I was with you for a while there, but okay. you needed to bring it back to mm-hmm. some kind of
1: some kind of general point.
0: Some kind of general point, like you know, you started talking about, you know, um, yeah. I mean, so you you talked about. The wave, the the oscillation, then moving it through time, and how it's sine wave and all that, and then you did the equation that shows that, uh-huh. and that would have been a little nice little sidebar. Like here's the equation for this, mm-hmm. but then you doubled down on equationville when you yes, have went yeah. back to okay. right. You're, you're,
1: that's a good point. So let, let let me just go over the equation one more time. I was talking about the function. But
0: right, but I'm saying this. The equation there, you know, for this talk should have just been a sidebar. Here's the equation that does it, and I don't know where you, I don't know where you're going right now. But if you could have gone back to the main article and gone back to Slinkyville you know, and yeah. had some more points there, I think that's.
1: Well, the main thing would have been I would have shown that this ultimately comes down to a k over two sine squared of wt plus uh, sine squared a over t plus. Cosine squared Wt. That is That describes the entire function of a harmonic oscillator. And the interesting thing to, to note here is that sine squared of Wt plus cosine squared Wt. Well, let me map it out. Let me show you. All right. I a graph. All right. So I have a graph here. Now, any sine squared is going to be... You know, it's going to start at zero, and mm-hmm. you're doing... It's going to always be positive because it's squared, mm-hmm. right? Now, a cosine is just going to be phase shift. And again, it's always going to be positive. So it's going to look roughly like that, and mm-hmm. like that, and sure. like that, and like that, no matter what the angle is. So if we consider, so this is 1, right? Mm-hmm. And this is 0. So if we consider what a cosine of any angle plus a sine, a sine squared of any angle plus a cosine of any angle, well, this here, it's 1 plus 0. It's 1. This here, it's 5. It's five Point 0.5 plus point 0.5 is 1. Anywhere on here, right. it's 1. So a sine squared puts a cosine squared of any angle is 1. So we lose time dependence completely, and we just get a squared k over 2. That is the energy, the total energy in a harmonic oscillator, and it stays conserved over time. Okay. That's what I was trying and, to
0: do. And so is the sine part in this example of the slinky Say the sine's gravity and the cosine is the uh, restoring force, and that's why it.
1: Yeah, right. It, it, the thing is that, um, so as it oscillates, it'll oscillate between potential and kinetic energy, right? This is mm-hmm. coming up. So as it's going up, it's, it's gaining potential energy. Uh, and as it's moving down, it's gaining kinetic energy okay. Right. But so the so the difference between potential and kinetic is changing. Oh so
0: okay, you're talking about the energies instead of the forces, right. but the, the energies are derived from the force of gravity and the for, mm-hmm. the restoring force. Right. So and they're offset because when it's at the top, you're going to have a high gravitational force and a low restoring force, and when it's at the bottom, you're gonna have the opposite. And that's why it's sine and cosine and they're offset.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: See? Now you're actually getting back to Slinkyville. And the little bit of trig that I do
1: remember, I'm able to make sense of it. So Cool. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad we're able to come back to where it's so There you though. go. There is a harmonic oscillator in its, uh, in its probably easiest to understand form. And now we can go on from there next time into, uh, into waves and wave functions. And why, why Schrodinger's equation is so important is essentially because it created a new type of object. Schrodinger's slinky. More or less. A new type of of concept that didn't exist before that serves as like I said the fundamental sort of f equals m a of quantum mechanics,
0: okay sounds good. I need a beer, so let's do that mm-hmm and uh you know that's what we do is beer
1: we do.